Welcome to The Hitch, week one. Hi. Hi. Day four. Day four. We're already... Already losing count. <laughs> I think I was losing count on day two, to be fair. So, yeah, it's all... What is time? It's day four. That's what it's the time day is. day four. Um, we're in Nebraska. We crossed over today. We've begun... We're just barely in Nebraska. We're like 30 miles in or something. We've begun... We've begun... time in your sworn enemy state. I am just keeping my head down. <laughs> Trying to obey every rule I come across. I'm trying to quietly move through the state. Um, we are in a really nice state park. We stayed here once before. Oh, here comes the oh, run in, run in. Teens coming here in. Here comes the teen. Statements. I just wanted to like say Nebraska's not as bad as mom says it is. <laughs> and if the government of Nebraska wants to pay me to be their spokesperson, my schedule's open. So if you're out there. Wow! What? And now he's gone. He and just now he's popped gone. in, endorsed just Nebraska, shout out and Nebraska. Then out. What? To what do you bring such high praise for Nebraska? Well, it's very green. It is very. So green that's a bonus. Here. It's pretty lots of trees. They make a lot of foods. So that's useful. Um, it has Lake McConaughey, which is a pretty cool lake. Yeah. Cleaner than Lake Michigan, so they have a point up us on that. Um, it's pretty big. Bigger than like Delaware, so take that <laughs> Delaware. Uh, yeah, I think it's pretty good. Man, heel turn, heel turn, real my heel own turn child. From the teen there, he's in the teenage years though, so he's That's gonna true. rebel. Now look, I am not a hater. Well, maybe a little you bit. You are a hater. <laughs> I just take it personally because <laughs> I've had enough issues that now I feel like it's like a personal thing between me and Nebraska. But it is a, it is a lovely state. And today, as we were driving, I mean, the area around Omaha, which is where we are about 30 miles out, uh, which direction? West. West. Very hilly. And at one point, I was like, check out those trees over there. It's like the jungle. I mean, they were, yeah, and it's it really not, was it's truly not like a jungle here. But there were so many dense trees that yeah. I was just like, wow, like you couldn't see through at all and just giant. So, and it is apparently the home of Arbor Day. I feel like every state claims that, though. I think but, that Nebraska is really the home. Every state claims that they celebrate Arbor Day, but oh, Nebraska. Well, they was, have it like when you cross the Missouri yeah. River and you're get coming into Nebraska. That's like their thing. their their sign. It says "Welcome to Nebraska, home of the good Arbor. life." True, which is their state slogan. And it's then it says "Home of Arbor state Day" slogan, and yeah, then yeah, "Home of I Arbor mean, Day." Is it though? I mean, it's a good slogan but is it applicable that's yeah. the real question is this the one you would choose for the good life i don't know yeah anyway i'd go more with like nebraska it's fine <laughs> nebraska it's real windy all the time it in every windy. season it yeah. was very windy today um but, but anyway but, you know yeah um we okay i don't mean to we just have some history, me and Nebraska. I'm working on it. You're I'm working, working, on it. working on it. And I will say that we are staying in a very beautiful state park um, that I'm forgetting the name of now. Platte, Platte River. River. And 
we stayed here once, just one time before, and it was just like amazing how much like nicer it is than a lo- some of the other yeah. parks we've stayed in in Nebraska. It looks like it was built yesterday. It has, I mean, it's like terraced because it's super hilly where we are. So there's just like this campground is up on a hill. Um, there's all these different parts to the park, which we haven't really explored much yet. And I mean, it's really pretty and just like sweet, big pull through sites, yeah. full hookups. I mean, the kind of stuff that you don't usually get listeners to this podcast know that my biggest beef with Nebraska is the electric plus, which um, is just electric. It's just electric with they, no water. Yeah. They charge more. They have just electric sites and then they have electric plus sites, which you would assume would include water. And you would assume that because it says may include water, but guess what listeners? It never does. It never does. It literally never does. Or it might mean there's water somewhere in the state park, but not by your campsite. Um, so yeah, I, I am like, what is the plus here? But it is true that and in our experience of many campsites in Nebraska, they've been pretty basic. Or what we the number say? of full hookup sites is this one, and like, I guess Lake McConaughey, Lake McConaughey claims to be a full hookup, but of course the <laughs> water is so far that you need two hoses Super to reach it. Far. Last year, Dan had to run and on a quest to find a, another hose to attach to ours because the water is so far away from the site that it you can't reach it with any normal hoses. And because that's the way it is, everyone had run to the store looking for the same thing. Yeah. So anyway, we're, we're prepared this year. We came with our extra long hose, or two hoses, and so we're hoping that works out. That's where we're heading tomorrow. Tomorrow But we'll today we are today. in uh, Platte River, and I think it's important to say, so we left Iowa City yeah. this morning, mm-hmm. right close, to like 11-something. 11, not early, but we kind of took our time. This is... As of now, the longest drive of the trip. Yeah. Uh, and w- long enough that we had to fill up. Which isn't super long. Like, we're still being pretty modest with driving and especially leaving later. It was like four and a half hours. Yeah. Or so. Four and a half hours of towing is... It's not nothing. It's not nothing. And having and to fill up on the road is like definitely s- not nothing. No, I mean, I'm not trying to discount it. I'm just trying to say, like still pretty modest driving but i'm like stair stepping my way up we started off real short and then we're getting longer um and yeah it definitely felt long enough it was windy of course yeah the wind really picked up about <laughs> halfway through and um it we had to stop for gas which always still gives me like a panic attack even though it was fine and the last time it was fine and i just think it will take more fine times before I'm just like, oh, it's yeah. fine. Last year, we, w- because we had taken 2020 off, we, you booked distances that would not require having to fill up while right. hitched until our return trip where we decided to go for it. And because we it just, just starts to it, get it's annoying. Like two hour drives is two, three hour drives. Can't really make it's, any distance. It's annoying because there's, you know, a significant, there's a certain amount of work that goes into every time you hook up and every time you leave. It's like, 
do you want to be doing that every day? No, it's nice to get further and then have a day where you're not dealing with hooking up and yeah. hitching up and stuff and you're just exploring or hanging out. And so we had one stretch last trip where we were like, well, we'll fill up and we'll deal with it. And we did it. It wasn't that bad. No. And in fact, it had us change the itinerary. Yeah, we changed a couple And of we added a, another drive with a fill-up. But it's still, you know, so we did it twice up till today. We yeah. had done it twice since 2019. Right. It had been a while. So, so I, you know, every time, I think your nerves are justified. Well, and every first for the season is always like, oh, okay, do I remember how to do this? Yeah. I feel like that way about towing. I feel that way about backing up. I feel... <laughs> But every time I do every season, it does get easier or and it's fine. And even this morning, remember, I was like, I have to remind myself that it will likely be fine. It was yeah. fine before. And I, you know, we've done it and it was 100 percent fine. Yeah. Like fine. Even though there was a point in Western Iowa, we were like, uh, and we didn't get like low on gas before we started looking because we remember what it's like in Western Iowa. But all of a sudden, gas starts feeling really far apart. Yeah, you, and so I was like, uh, we got to look for gas. You reach this stretch. Once you've passed Des Moines, which is one of the sprawliest places it I've ever really been. You just goes. drive through Des Moines and greater Des Moines forever. Today, I was like, how many people live in Des Moines? Like, is it bigger than I realized? I think we looked it up last year. I think we look it up every year. Yeah. We didn't do it this and year. And I think but that it's not. It just, just happens to sprawl yeah, for a very long time. Plus, the, the highways are, the interstates are kind of weirdly drawn around Des Moines. So you spend yeah. just a lot of time driving around Des Moines. But once you get kind of past greater des moines the gas stations really drop off yeah and i'd been monitoring our gas drain um and so i had a pretty good sense of where we were and i was basically like look once we reach this many more miles in before our destination like we're gonna want to get gas or at least start looking in part because there aren't a lot of gas stations in this this part of iowa and in fact, there weren't. And it started to get, I mean, we were nowhere close to running yeah, out of that Yeah, we still point, had like but, quarter tank. But it's like, the thing is, I don't want just any gas station. Right. I want a larger one that's made for bigger rigs to yeah. get through so that I don't have to worry about hitting either a gas pump or a person or a car. So, you know, they have to be at least... But we ended up going to basically a, just a regular gas I mean, station. We didn't have a choice. We didn't have a choice. We, you know, we had gotten to the point and i don't think there was a single gas station after that before council bluffs actually yeah and we only had like 60 miles left yeah you know we had less than 60 miles left in the tank at that point and the next big town was about 70 miles away so we would not have we we would not have made it and the last you know this kind of last it was walnut iowa was the name of the place yeah um and it's, it's signage was advertising two gas stations so it was like cool well, we can choose you know and one of them you could kind of see it from the highway it looked like a pretty new one and then there was one that was like right next to the highway which was less new so we went over to the new one well it turns out it was so <laughs> new that it was actually not done being constructed and they yet. had like little cones in it in blocking the entrance so like couldn't even one concern when towing is can i turn around right. like i can't just do a quick you know, back up and turn around, move like I would in the car. 
luckily there was a big parking lot on the other side. And so I was able to swing around and uh, get back on track. But yeah, we were like, we'll pick the newer one. And that didn't happen. But the other one was more of a regular gas station, but it worked out fine. And that's the thing. Sometimes you have to wait. We didn't even probably have to wait, but I just felt more comfortable waiting for the end to free up, you know, like instead of trying to maneuver into the middle. And so, yeah, it worked out fine. Yeah, it was easy. Yeah. And then... Which is good because um, we have to do that again tomorrow. And then kind of getting out was sort of... you. you there was, it was sort of a complex of abandoned buildings. Yeah, <laughs> it was I like know. an abandoned I mean, motel. Didn't look great and a there for the... shut down yeah. sports bar. There were a lot um, of closed businesses. And getting out kind of involved kind of threading your way through a few interconnected parking lots, all of which were for... Other than the gas station were for businesses that no longer existed there yeah so there's plenty of room um and and i kind of did a quick walkthrough just to make sure we understood the logic of which things do you drive through which things do you not and i noticed there was a in like across from this abandoned sports bar there was a another trailer with a you know with a tow vehicle kind of parked just you know in a line uh, there. And I was like, oh, this is great because one of the great things about pulling a trailer. Yeah, it's really great. And it's funny because we didn't do it for like at least the first year. Yeah. Is that when you're on a long drive day, you're also pulling a bathroom behind you. Yeah. And even though you're not hooked up, you have a tank so you can still pee in there. Yeah. Um, And so that's great. to bring some water and I had remembered this this morning. Yeah, you I filled, filled up a, a jug. An, an old like water we ha- jug. We always keep an a- um, empty water jug in the trailer, which yeah. is a good thing to have in case you need to run and get water somewhere or use it for flushing or whatever. So we had this empty milk jug container in the, our bathroom. And so Dan remembered, filled it up before we left our site this morning. And so we just had a, a jug of water that we could use to kind of flush the system just so it didn't get smelly. And yeah. It, washed everything it's down just always to the good tank. to send some water down along with yeah the other stuff you're sending down but it was great so because we so we pulled up into this totally wide open parking lot anyone could get past us yeah. if we need to you know we were able to just leisurely because when you're filling up at a gas pump and and going to the bathroom at the gas pump to me there's this level of stress like we gotta move like yeah. we're taking up a whole gas pump to go pee, to like have four people go pee are you right, kidding this is right. nuts um and so uh, it was awesome. It like, was great. Take our time, yeah. you know, stretch your legs. Well, it's nice. You don't have to, like sometimes driving, I just get in this like really almost meditative, you know, just chill state. And then, I mean, that I don't know if that's the right way to approach it, but, you know, I'm just like. You get in the zone. I get in the zone. Exactly. I, wouldn't, I guess it's not meditative, but, you know, I'm in the zone. And like, it, plus this was near the end of the drive and I was kind of tired and sometimes when you go into a gas station, it just feels way too like sensory overload and just like abrasive and yeah. just like, ah, there's just like flashing lights. There's loud. It just is. It feels like too much when you're tired from being on the road. I mean, other times it's awesome and you can get great snacks, but it's nice when you can just like, oh, I'm just going to pee in my yeah. own bathroom. Well, especially, I mean. Especially Even four pre-COVID. of us, one little kid. Everyone you know. has a gas station bathroom oh, nightmare yeah. story, you never right? Know, like you never know you what you're getting. You never know what yeah. you're getting, but it's usually not what you want. No. 
It's and, fine, usually. And yeah. sometimes there's a horror story yeah. situation. And so it's nice to be able to just stop, use the bathroom, like, yep. and then hit the road again. It was honestly like that was like i felt so great afterwards i, I was know. like just look at this like we're doing this you yeah, know like it felt really we good got gas we were able to pull over and use the bathroom and like and now we're hitting the road again it was such a good feeling it was a good feeling and it was kind of at the right time because i was starting to get tired we still had like another hour but stopping you know was a good and getting that under our belt was like oh, okay all right, we can do this. Yeah. And like, you know, then I had like a cookie snack that helped too. Totally. <laughs> cookie snacks always help. Cookie snacks are always good. And um, yeah, and then we got here and it, it's always nice. I mean, backing in has so far knock on wood gone fine. But like there is something about pulling into a pull through that is just like oh, oh yeah it's so it's easy you just pull run. through yeah. you're done and when your utilities and everything are new like this place it's just like everything works i mean it is nice yeah um we stayed at another there's a state park like basically on the other side of the interstate from here so yeah it's, it's the same close. exit you either same go exit. left or right yeah and it's two different Depending state on parks which, yeah and that one had a lot of cool stuff too and it was very pretty but it was older and it had like at least the campground we were in. There were multiple ones in the state park was like had these crazy angles. It was on the side of a hill. There was like one bathroom that was really far away. It was hectic, man. Driving into that one was hectic. And um, this one was just like easy. Yeah. And it's nice. And so thanks, when we Nebraska. were, yeah, when we were at this campsite last year, it was 104 degrees. Yeah, it was absolutely brutal. Yeah, and there the, because it's so new. There isn't a lot of shade. Yeah, there's like they've planted trees next to every, but they're little. Every RV site, but they are like as tall they're as take, me. They're going to take time. In yeah. 15 years, this will be a very nice shady campground. There's a lot of trees in the park but not yeah but it was just brutally hot last time and so yeah, it was brutal. i think all of us were kind of bracing bracing for, for heat that yeah. level of heat but it is it was like 85 today yeah and in fact in the shade it was really nice so like we got got in got hooked up and then actually set up chairs in the shade i know uh, you know next to the trailer and drank some cold drinks and it was just really a nice a way lot, to kind of cap it. It was a nice way to do it. And a lot of times if we're just doing a one night, like we're leaving tomorrow morning, so we're not like doing Setting a up, lot here yeah. and not really exploring the park. Although someday I would like to, cause there's a lot of stuff here, but um, we don't often pull out the chairs and kind yeah. of hang out because it's like, you're just busy. And we got here. It wasn't too long before we had to get dinner ready and all that. But it was really nice. Yeah, it was super nice. It was really nice. It was a so really nice breeze blowing. It felt like it was a good day. So I was, was happy about day. that. And hopefully tomorrow also will be. Yeah, similar drive length. We'll be filling yep. up again. Yep. Be pulling into Lake McConaughey. Wild uh, times. Which we is had a some, big we had weekend <laughs> boating. I know. And tomorrow's Friday. Yeah, and so it's so, Friday. And this lake is huge and amazing and beautiful and i'm really looking forward to seeing a lot of cool birds because we did see some today yeah. as well here nebraska has a lot of great birds and um if you've listened to if you listened to this podcast last year 
This is the place where people can drive straight onto the beach, sandy beach, and camp, which is... With their trailers. With their trailers, which is completely wild and so chaotic. Uh, we're not doing that. We are <laughs> we have an in an campsite. actual campsite. Um, yeah, no, I'm not... I don't know that I'll ever be ready for that. No. I kind of appreciate people just being like, I'm doing it, and then doing it. But then again... We saw the like people that are lined up, the tow truck people who like are probably local people that just wait around until people get stuck and then tow them out. Yeah. For so. probably not cheap. <laughs> but yeah, so we've got a four anyway. and a half hour drive tomorrow. We'll fill up on the way. We'll end up in Lake McConaughey and we're actually going to have a off day on Saturday where we're so not we're driving. Hoping to we're going to hit the lake and... uh yeah, we'll tell you about tomorrow then. We'll tell you yep. about Saturday the day after. And uh, yeah, we'll talk to you then. Okay. Bye. Bye. Season four of The Hitch is recorded in the summer of 2022 in the back of Evangeline, our 27-foot Airstream trailer by Janice Dillard and Dan Sinker. Follow pictures of our travels and get in touch at Tin Can Evangeline on Instagram. Or send an email to Evangeline at thehitchpodcast.com. Please subscribe to The Hitch on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen, and leave us a review while you're there. I'm Dan Sinker. And I'm Janice Dillard. And, and we'll, we'll see, see you on, you on the road. road.